Welcome to the UDP Broadcast, a podcast where a group of gamers talk about gaming-related stuff and offer somewhat informed and uninformed opinions. I'm Luminary, and I'm joined today by my co-hosts, Imi, the Eternal Barcode. Hello. The Nordic Cajun. Mine's the the, but I'm the Nordic Cajun, yes. And from the Emerald Dream, Crit Chicken. Squawk. <laughs> yes. Fantastic. Oh. <laughs> awesome. All right. Today we'll be talking about uh, what's going on with Unity, uh, NFTs, and the scope of GameStop, and and scene changes. And we'll talk yes. about an interesting. <laughs> I'm waiting for the moment. To jump in, but yeah. An interesting. Hey, there we go. And an interesting, fun new esports that everybody should know about. No. <laughs> <laughs> Out of all of that, I giggled so hard reading that damn article. God, it made me cry inside and die inside as well. Jeebus. We'll get with that. So stick around and enjoy the show. So, <laughs> so Unity. Let's talk about Unity for a second. It's been in the news several times this week, uh, along with some other uh, <clears throat> articles that have been surrounding it. Uh, Unity, uh, to start off with, came out with a uh, announcement that they're partnering partnering with uh, a Chinese company. Let me get that information real quick. I I had it in my head and it escaped. Don't you hate that? Uh. Yeah, they're joining with uh, Reuters was uh, saying they were joining up with uh, Alibaba Group, uh, China Mobile, OPPO, whatever that is, Dance Bytes, uh, Douyin Group. I don't know how that's how you say that. Uh, PCI Technology Group and Gbit Network Technology. Xiamen uh, Co. Limited. It's a uh, huge, huge joint venture, and they released a statement on their official WeChat account. And WeChat is kind of like Twitter, but the Chinese version. So yeah, they they have a joint venture in China, and it doesn't involve Tencent, which is surprising to me. Shifty eyes. Something, Ten- something with technology that Tencent doesn't have his dick in, that's definitely, uh, <laughs> definitely a shock to me. I know, because like, Tencent is usually involved in everything to do with tech when it comes to breaking into the Chinese market. Like Normally they are the go-to, so that's kind of interesting that they're not involved. It's probably because they're too busy uh, molesting Ubi- uh, Ubisoft. Probably, so that's their, uh, their, their main go-to at the moment. They're... Uh... Eyes on the prize situation, so that's maybe yeah. how Unity got to slide under to the in the DMs real quick in China. Yeah, pretty much. <laughs> no. Of course, if I was any of those companies with as strict as everything comes down and the availability to even release games in that country, because it is limited. Yes, uh, I, I'd, I'd look to get out of there as well. Yeah. Like, we talked hmm. about that last week. Like, at this point, you can, you literally can only make a game based off of uh, Aimee's character, and you'll be able to be okay with all. Um, restrictions. <laughs> you don't have to worry about sex or horror or religion. You just barcode and you got a game. <laughs> yeah, but you got to make sure the barcode doesn't say anything bad. Like, oh, then we're fucked. Never mind. Never mind. Game <laughs> over. Pack, it, pack it up, kids. I mean, that's also covered too because the barcode with those barcode noises are pretty much censored. That's Fair. true. Fair. There you There's go. The look, look at the degree of censorship on my barcode. Every one of those bars is censorship. The question is, is what is it censoring? 
Uh, we don't talk about that. Nope. We ain't got enough time tonight for that one. <laughs> <laughs> That's all right. Crypt can probably Photoshop something. Who knows? So. Don't oh, no. tempt me, sir. I will do it. <laughs> do it. Well, no, you've already. Shake weight. <laughs> oh, I'm broken. <laughs> no, and, and, and that's and that's just with one hand. Uh, funny, oh, shake weight oh, with one hand. Um, they're 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 doing this with China, and then with the other hand, they're yanking on the defensive department of the U.S. Army as well. Yeah, um, what the hell's with that? Like, well, Reading up like, on these articles, starting with China, there's, they're looking to actually bring their uh, engine to China, which is fine. They have to have a foothold in there, because I don't think Unity is a Chinese company. And no. I'm, I'm no. sure every Chinese company that, would, that does all, those, all of that porting and handling, because you have to be a Chinese citizen in order to, do, to open a business in China. Uh, and it was even saying that um, they will retain some control in China, which kind of worries me, which leads us into what Nordic was talking about. Uh, there is a uh, another announcement from Unity. In fact, it was in their financial report, which was in those articles, where they're um, partnering with what was it? Uh, I don't know how to pronounce this. It's an acronym: C A C I. It looks like cocky. So, cocky. Yeah, we can call it cocky. C A C I. Go with that. That cocky sounds better. Or, or we can <laughs> call it. We can call, we can call it saucy. I mean, I, I guess it really just depends. <laughs> GIF, GIF. Who knows, right? Yeah, so, yeah, yeah, yeah. Check, please. I'm yeah. out. <laughs> <laughs> So, so now we've got this whole thing because we've got this partnership with China, which isn't unusual for a business, and I understand where that's going, but they're also talking about military development, and there's a whole lot of internal things going on within Unity's uh, employment circle having to deal with the, the, some folks just didn't know they were actually developing technology that would be applied to military purposes. So... Yeah, it's kind of interesting when you hide that from your employees and you're very vague about it. As soon as they find out, uh, a lot of them get really pissed off. And I think that would make a good topic for a uh, future show because Unity isn't the only one that's had that issue where employees have been super pissed off with their technology that they're developing being used for military use. I mean, look at uh, Alphabet's Google for their AI. As soon as people found out that it was uh, going to be doing some Defense Department work in the U.S., they were like, nope. And uh, Microsoft had the same issue, although Microsoft did sign some contracts not too long ago for AI development for the uh, U.S. military. Mm. Yeah, I, I remember that. That was that came across what? That was, what they call it? I forgot what they called it. I, mean, I guess it doesn't really matter, but that was like five, six, seven years ago or something like that, wasn't it? Uh, I think it was like 2018, so like four years ago, maybe? Okay, close enough. Uh, maybe five, 2017. I don't know. Like, everything has just melded together it's still like i don't care like 2006 i don't know i think 2007 the, for my brain <laughs> well with the introduction of trump the the the, the unusual oh, and strange and incredulous all just became one and became numb so it's hard to tell sometimes uh, you brought up the cheeto i said the t-word you, you got to give unity credit where credit's due they started as a little tiny company that lets you people make their own indie games for a living yeah. All of a sudden, literally, as we would call it, making it like yep. six billion from the U.S. government, uh, twenty billion evaluation with that, and then however much they're getting from China. These boys, like, you might be sitting between the two biggest dickheads in the world, but you're making money off of them. Well, hold it's on. great. Let's see. Well, they actually have numbers. At least they chose a decent name for a company, Unity. Mm -hmm. Yeah. <laughs> 
what I think is really interesting is at the bottom of the game developer article about um, them working with the U.S. Department of Defense is um, this all comes days after the marketing co company App Lovin proposed a merger with Unity at a valuation of $20 billion. So that'll be interesting to see if that goes through as well, because that's going to increase Unity's cash like on hand. So imagine what they can start developing because one thing about Unity, as much as I may or may not like the game structure, um, they make a very easy to use engine. Mm -hmm. And I will give them credit for that. Like if you want to get into game development, Unity is a great way to get in. It's pretty cheap for the licensing and it's very easy to develop. Yeah. It's, you know, there's not a lot of a learning curve. It's right there with um, Unreal. It's a really yeah. user-friendly setup. I think both of them actually use a C-sharp-like uh, uh, interface, which is interesting. But that's that, that's far too technical for, for this show. <laughs> Tell it to me like I'm five, Lumi. Come on now. <laughs> well, it's not music. So. No. There you go. <laughs> right. So oh, follow, following that rabbit hole with App Lovin', so there was a, a, a stipulation in that particular acquisition that when App Lovin' presented that, and that was the fact they had to drop Iron Source. Because, uh, what, July 14th, there was an acquisition of uh, Iron Source. Uh, I think that was what it was called. Yeah, they uh, looked like Unity tr was proposing to merge with uh, Iron Source and then didn't, which uh, kind of made some people a little, uh, little cranky. Well, did uh, I mean, did, did they back out? Because I know that because that was where the origin of the um, uh, the uh, fucking idiots comment came from from the uh, C uh, CEO. Um, is it could be? Ah, uh, well. I'm trying to find it <laughs> frantically. <laughs> well, there, there's a lot of a lot of controversy surrounding Iron uh, Iron Source, not Iron Horse. Iron Horse is a staffing agency. Iron Source is a application distribution platform and uh, installer. So, what makes that interesting is is that they've absorbed this company, or they've acquired it, and it is an Israel-based company, and it is known for. Uh, <clears throat> Packaging adware in with its installers. Oh, right. Burn it with fire. So, yeah. And if you've read what uh, was uh, for Applevin's acquisition, uh, wanting to be a uh, partner. All I, heard was, all I heard was McLevin. All I heard you say just now. <laughs> McLevin. <laughs> Absolutely. But yeah, no, Applevin, if um, the idea was they needed to drop all the iron source. That's, that's it. Like, we'll, hey, we'll do it. We'll give you a great deal. But uh, yeah, we'll. You need to get rid of these folks, and we'll do all of your distribution and monetization and everything else. Yeah, they uh, drove their revenue uh, via installers, and uh, yeah. You ever you ever install something that's got like a little another install window that says, "Hey, you can install this," and they make a very very tiny small square box to uh, uncheck the uh, "Please install this" bullshit. Mm -hmm. Oh, Adobe was great and, with that with McAfee. Oh, fuck Adobe. <laughs> <laughs> I'm sorry, as someone who has to support their bullshit uh for a day job, uh god damn that company. Mm, agreed. It's so trash. <laughs> like I have nothing good to say about them. And we'll leave it at that because I have uh, about two years worth of emails back and forth trying to fix one issue with them. And it's still works still not working. Yeah, exactly. I mean, granted, you know, 
some of the stuff we don't need to be using anymore, but we have dinosaurs in, in my company that uh, don't want to adapt and change platforms. But Jeebus. Oh, the, why uh, Adobe? Why? I mean, it's not, it's not Adobe per se, but I, st- I used to work with people. Uh, they didn't want to upgrade. They were still using Windows Server 2000. Oh, as their good lord, their main hub for all of their networking and within the system. I was like, I, I don't want to work here anymore. <laughs> Y'all gonna blow oh up, and it's, it's gonna look like it's my fault. So, oh. Windows 2000 was a great piece of software, considering it came on the heels of ME. <laughs> we, we we don't talk about that. Yeah, 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 we don't talk about and it. We anymore. we will we will also ignore the fact that I have the install CD. Uh, in a closet, in a box, uh, along with like WordPerfect, or no, Microsoft Word 4.0 on floppy disk. Three and a half inch floppy disk, I got 40 disks. There you go. Hell yes. <laughs> the barcode is an archivist. Awesome. Yeah, yeah unfortunately. <laughs> but uh, yeah. I'll stare at hard drives on my desk. But yeah, as far as uh, Unity is concerned, all kinds of stuff. I mean, between, I mean, this week alone with the uh, China announcement, and in fact, if I look at the um, at the financials report, we're talking about. Uh, let's see here for net cash used. Oh wait, that's not it. Hold on. You know, I had this here, and whenever you tab out of stuff, it like puts it to sleep and it moves everything. Mm-hmm. Oh, yeah. Let's see here. Don't suspension. So on, uh, you know what? Screw it. It doesn't matter. It <laughs> <laughs> was not that important anyway. Well, no. I mean, this whole doc. I hate reading financial reports because it's pretty much the company stroking his cock, going, "So, let me tell you about how much money I made." So, imagine the scene from South Park where the cable guys are rubbing their nipples as you tell them that your cable's broken. That's what this feels <laughs> like. Yeah. I mean, you're not you're not entirely wrong. Like it's, yeah. I have to read shareholder statements every now and then. It's like, oh, could you just use smaller words? <laughs> Great. All I can actually picture is the BP guy saying, we're sorry. We're sorry. <laughs> <laughs> oh, no. Yeah, here Except we go. it's a dude with a top hat and a monocle reading a financial statement now. <laughs> here we go. Unity announces intent to merge with Iron Source. Uh, and it's all in this business report. There's the Unity Partners with uh, Kaki or SACI or whatever you want to call it. C-A-C-I International. Oh, it's a double I, so is it SACI? Uh, anyway. Wow. Uh, so there's a uh, three-year multi-million dollar contract with the, uh, with the government. And, and they got a lot of stuff here. Unity announces partnership yeah. with Microsoft. Um, Capgemini. If you've ever worked retail, you should know what Capgemini is. Those are the hand. Mm, nope. Those are the in-store hand scanners. Oh, beep boop, beep boop. Yeah, for like ordering and all kinds of other stuff. The one that blinds on me. Shh. <laughs> <laughs> uh, they're, they're actually announcing Unity Game Services, which is going to be a centralized, uh, like it's going to give uh, creators like a single dashboard with centralized data and an SDK or SDK. Uh, designed for interoperability for multiple different platforms. So that should be interesting. Yeah, but they, yeah they're just going everywhere. And that would make, that's what makes it great. I'm really curious what it is they're developing for the government. 
And because they're not, I mean, any, okay, so you can take the end, you, you can go get Unity right now. You can program it with it. It's fully functional. You can do whatever you want with it. But what specifically, and it's like AI and simulation stuff. And I'm like, why? I mean, I know that they're partnering with them. And what's interesting is they've told their employees that uh, it's not to be used in harming actual people. So, I mean, be. we're talking about America <laughs> here, folks. Well, not even I mean, America. eventually leads to hurting people. Well, Look, I, it's going to simulate explosives. It's not actually going to be used to drop explosives. Until well, a senile a... old man presses the big shiny red button, then that simulation well, becomes an actuality. It, it's going to be the derivatives, right? Like, you'll design it in Unity. You'll see the nice shiny explosion. You'll go manufacture it, and then you'll be like, produced by Unity. You can stamp that on the side of your munition. <laughs> you see Stark on the side of the uh, freaking missile. Oh, no. <laughs> missile made in Unity. Oh, it's, it's because they can't. Funny. That's only because they can't get rid of the watermark. Yeah, yes. and and we're gonna start seeing sponsorship. <laughs> oh God! Oh no, GAU this is missile, this missile powered by Unity. <laughs> this missile brought to you by Craft Singles. Hey, it, the whole thing brings us our to. I mean, we're talking about the military here. Oh no, we promise not to kill people. It's literally your. That's what you're taught to do. Like this is the first thing before you go off and do your job. <laughs> get 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 in shape. Metal, metal metal bar that way. Shoot pew pew in them. That's right. what you're talking. A little in uh, face can enemy. Confirm. <laughs> so it's it, it just makes no sense. But yeah, so Unity app loving, Iron Source. Ah, got it right. And and partnerships with China. Like I'm really excited for the Chinese people to actually have um, a localized version of the engine that they can work with to help game development out. But the problem with that, according to our last podcast, it doesn't matter because they can only approve so many games at a time. With a fine tooth razor sharp comb. Oh yeah, and this is on top of like depending on the difficulty. I mean, you 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 submit an RPG that is just you have to submit all of the uh, dialogue, menus, and everything. Anything that's written text. No English whatsoever. All has to be in simplified Mandarin. And they have to go through all of that as well as, like, look at all the images and play your game. Ugh. I wonder if they make them wear the porn hats. Oh, no. <laughs> we going back to the porn hats? <laughs> no. There we go. <laughs> First podcast ever story arc. There we go. This is where we land. God damn it. Full circle, we were done baby. with those. They will never be done. They exist. They will never be over. It will always be a topic on this damn show. <laughs> oh, God. No. I, I still imagine a tinfoil hat on somebody detecting porn like it starts sparking or something. <laughs> Not only when they, as he said, only when they start imagining furry porn. That's when it starts sparking. They don't oh, know how no. to compute. <laughs> so brings up pictures of refueling ports on airplanes. Here comes the fuel. Oh whoa. <laughs> fuel oh <laughs> yeah. Jet blue senpai. Uh, no, I'm 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 legit serious. There was a whole Reddit thread on that. Um people like when you open up the uh, fueling ports on aircraft, people like to write shit. And there's a whole bunch of airplanes that people have write, written like OO and some like phrase to go with it on a bunch of them. <laughs> like, here comes, like, oh, it's just all over. Go fuel yourself. I do enjoy that one. 
<laughs> yes. <laughs> but oh, I will. Uh, I'll, I'll put up the the horrendously large photo <laughs> in Discord for you to be terrified by. It's oh, just God. not right. Brace yourselves. It's just not right. <laughs> in general. All right. Let's see what it is. Let's see if I'm actually going to have to share this thing. <laughs> oh, wow. And the oh, Nord yeah. has left the chat. Thank you. Yep. I'll, uh, I'll post a link to it in, uh, in the podcast chat so everyone else can be terrified by this. <laughs> here, <you go. laughs> here comes the fuel <laughs> just no <laughs> god so oh. I think that pretty much wraps it up for Unity at the moment though I mean it's an interesting place to be like it's really confusing but that's what's going on and we should probably be very aware I don't really like the idea of China and defense contracts being mixed together but it's not mm. uncommon at least. Yeah, I mean, like, most of the world gets their semiconductors from China anyway, so... Oh, yeah, no, like, if you ever needed, like, a million of, a million of something in, like, a month, they can do it. It'll break in 30 days to an hour. <laughs> but at least you'll but have you'll one. have one, yes. Well, it's know. like all of my clothing from Sheen. Oh, no. Oh, oh God, man. don't get me started. That's, where, that's the only place my wife is getting clothes these days for Sheen. <laughs> <laughs> oh, no. Hey, it, it fits her. It looks amazing on her. And then she bought me some stuff to use for our trip to Orlando. And the the it, they, they don't size guys the same way they size girls. It's a little small, a little snug and pack, you know, just mm-mm, no. Oh, Orlando, huh? Yeah. <laughs> Are you coming in November? No, we, we came. We went uh, a few weeks ago. Oh. We, we went to Legoland. Nice. Hey, at least it's better than Peppa Pigland. Oh, I passed like, by that, and I was looking around. Cause he plays that damn um, piggy game on Roblox. I was expecting to see somebody dead in that park. I'm not even joking. <laughs> Wait, there, there's a Peppa Pig a theme pep- park? Oh, we, we won't yes. talk about that. I, I, I've actually seen like in-store thing in the same building as Legoland, and it is terrifying. Like It's it, devoid it, of anything. Maybe some benches, some chairs, and kids having fun doing nothing. Nothing. Like, I walked by and I heard the music, and I was already just like... <laughs> Alright, yeah, well, mean, you. Legoland's like 15 minutes away from me. Oh, awesome. I, I'm, not, I'm not allowed to go there, because I will try and buy all the inventory. <laughs> and there is and, a lot. Are you are you a Lego uh, yeah. fan? I'm a huge Lego fan. I love Lego Technics. I would love to get uh, the the Death Star. The problem is it's a thousand dollars. I'm gonna start small. And the Millennium Falcon's nine hundred. And did. you know what happened at the Death Star? As soon as the kids get a hold of it, boom. Yep. Soccer ball. Think that, of all the, that, so that's, that's what happened here. We did a Tie Fighter. Gorgeous. There, I, it was so <laughs> much fun making that thing. It took my child five minutes. <laughs> <laughs> nice. <laughs> So I'm, I'm going to steal a line from Clerks because it's very relevant. It is very accurate. Death Star 1, everybody on there is military uh, or military contractor. If they sign up for that, uh, they understand the risks of being in a giant space death laser. So when they blew up, yeah, okay. Now, with the second Death Star, it was still under construction. So think of all the contractors who may or may not have had a uh, say in their current employment and these terrorists came by and blew it all up killing innocent contractors what the fuck 
I mean, you'd have tradespeople, you'd have construction engineers, like everything, and they just wasted the place. What the hell? Professional, um, what's the word? Professional courtesy? Ah, <laughs> <laughs> uh, yes. Professional courtesy. I'd like to blow up your work site today with you in it. <laughs> yep. <laughs> Workman's comp. Otherwise, let's go. Oh, Jesus. How do you give workers compensation to, like, dust? <laughs> oh, they give credits to somebody. They'll get the credits eventually. Or this goes back right back into the empire and it is, you know. Speaking like, of credits, NFTs. Oh, God. Oh. Smoke. Yeah. So, just, just to level the playing field here, um, I'm not going to make any assumptions anybody knows what that is. They just know they exist and they know that they're bad. So... Let's get a round table going real quick. Do you know what an NFT is? It is the owning a receipt for something you don't own. <laughs> That's basically what I've gathered. It's, it's paying. It's, it's so You're paying for a receipt for a product or thing you just do not own. In it's theory, the dumbest concept. It was, it was the same. It was supposed to be like the next level of cryptocurrency, what it was supposed to be, but it's, it's, just, it's just no. It's the the way it was delivered and effective is not nearly as what it good as good as it should be. Like anybody, like oh, you own a receipt to this picture. I own a keyboard that has print screen. So, yeah. um, so it's no? like Redbox Simulator. It's like you can rent this mu movie, but you cannot, you know, buy it unless you actually do buy it. But it's still not yours. <laughs> to be fair, that's what the entire Steam library is for us as well. We bought the ability to play the game, but do we actually own a physical copy of the game? No. You don't own a physical copy, but you do own it for life. And Steam did get in shit for that a few years ago where they were pulling uh, titles out of people's accounts. Like, I know uh, a few of the games I used to play, they went under and Steam pulled them from my account. When people started figuring that out and got pissed off enough, Steam was like, okay, well, you can have all your stuff back, even though it doesn't work. Because... In our case for Steam, we own that product. Even if the game services no longer work, we still own it, so we're still allowed to have it on our accounts. It's kind of like Facebook with the Oculus, and then somehow you lose access to your Facebook profile by suspension, and then you can't use your Oculus anymore. Wait, what? Uh, yeah. For real? Uh, that's okay. But let's suspend our NFT conversation. Tell me Sorry, about that. Up. Yeah, that's, uh, that's <laughs> what, what shit. Yeah. So oh you, you because you can't log into your own account, the Oculus is now just a paperweight. Yeah, if you're connected to Facebook on your Oculus, I think pretty much unless you've talked to Oculus about it. My, um, I, I think I have smoke coming out of my ears because I can't <laughs> comprehend that. Like, what? Yeah, um, no. The, there's an entire thread or story on uh, Android Central for what to do if your Quest 2's Facebook account gets banned. <laughs> what in the I mean, shit? Actually, actually, to be fair, I actually can understand that the, the wheels got greased up and I remember something. Back in um, to our original point in Steam, um, for a few games early on in Steam's livelihood, they were you can only play the game if you logged into Windows for Games Live. Uh, one of the big ones was Bulletstorm. I got the game and it was always in my inventory, I just never got around to play it. Well, Windows Games Windows Lives went the way of old Yeller, 
you can no longer <laughs> lo log into that. So now I cannot ever play Bulletstorm on Steam because of that situation. So I, 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 I see why it freezes up the Oculus, but we're in 2022, people. How, how are you going to deactivate an entire thing that you're basically making a lot of money off of by so, linking it to your Facebook account? If, if you want to throw money at it, you could always buy the remastered version. It's not, It shouldn't be attached to games for Windows Live. They didn't go this route of Dark Souls. They're like, you know what? You don't need this anymore. They just, nope. So when Facebook started that whole thing, that was uh, October 2020, uh, and... They've announced recently that they're changing that requirement uh, where you don't need your Facebook account linked to it. Um, starting in August of this year, you won't have to use it, but until August of this year, so right now, um, you still need it. So it's it should be in the next few days where they where they terminate terminate that requirement. But yeah, for two years, you had to have a Facebook account to use your Oculus. Yeah. Like what in the shit? Yeah, bomb in the uh, chat is talking about that right now. Wow. Yeah. Uh, mm. Nope. 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 And that's why I will never buy an Oculus, just because it's Facebook controlled and screw Facebook. Yeah. <laughs> I, I bought their V1. I kind of want their V2 just because I want to do VR without having the Matrix uh, head tubes coming off my head. <laughs> I'd rather get the Steam set up, honestly. If I was yeah. going to get one, I would do it that way instead. The HTC Vive? Yeah. yeah. Or not the HTC, but the, the Steam product, whatever that one is. Steam Valve? Or whatever it is. <laughs> the the Valve thingy. Yeah, that, that'd be the way I go. The last one we got, uh, we got it for the PlayStation 4, and for what it was worth, that it was a pretty decent system, but I'm six foot three. That little camera they have to try to keep you within a certain window to play the game never worked for me. I had to play either sitting down or on my knees half the time. Valve Index. That's the words I'm looking for. Ah. See, I would get that over an Oculus any day of the week if I really wanted something. Just because, you know, the aforementioned screw Facebook. Yeah. <laughs> screw Facebook. Speaking Sorry, of, honey. Speaking of screw Facebook. So NFTs. Back to back, back to <laughs> rabbit chased back on track. Let's go. So, um. so, so to put it simply, uh, I was sp speaking with the folks at work. Some of them are a software engineers, some of them are the support engineers. It really just depends on how you look at it. But if you really relate to it, what it is is that you're purchasing a spot in a database that, that in your set, that in your row, you're like you're, you're, you're right there in the row, has a pointer. To an to another object, so what they're selling is is the pointer. That's it. Yeah, like, it's, they found a way it's to metadata. sell nothing, <laughs> and the, and the NFT folks are like, oh, it's worth money, and you can make money, play to earn. Like the biggest thing that the uh, the gaming industry is throwing out or throwing around is play to earn. That's ridiculous. I mean, th there was a few yeah. games when when crypto first came out that were that way. Well, there is an NFT MMORPG called Big Time, so play to earn. Ugh. Well, <laughs> <laughs> I part of me Just... died inside hearing that. Well, I mean, it, <laughs> if it was treated more like trading cards, maybe. Like, okay, so 
if the Pokemon company wanted to have digital copies of their cards and they wanted to put an asset tag on it and burn up whatever crypto that they want and have their own blockchain and make, I don't know, serializing really complicated, they could totally do that. Because at that point, you could sell virtual cards and create rarity because you can only have so many for use in their game. So anytime that your account comes up, it points to a pointer to a card, and there you go. It's always on your account. And that makes the most sense for that use. I think they already do a similar thing. They don't label it NFTs. Uh, the only reason why I'm mentioning that is I, we we just got finished recording another episode of the Ditto Hunt here for the Nord family. And mm-hmm. there's a, one of the codes in front of me. You can actually go online for like you type in the code and a digital card comes up to play the online version of the trading card game. Yeah, as far as I know, that's a, a traditional system where it doesn't mm-hmm. require um, gas fees and transactions and other things other than talking to the Pokemon company or whatever's division actually handles that mm-hmm. and um, assigns it to your Pokemon account, whatever that may be. Correct. So it's instead of like, uh, yeah, we've minted NFTs of this stuff, and now we have to create a transaction which a group of computers has to verify and write to the blockchain and so forth and so on. It's bleh. But to be fair, if any company is going to go out of their way and probably do that, I don't, I wouldn't put it past Nintendo to do so. So in, in the scope of <laughs> what an NFT is, it's pretty much the pointer. Right. I'm waiting for you... World of Warcraft and Neopets NFTs. Uh, no, Neopets is on the way, but, but Neopets was also in the news for a huge breach. Yes, they were. I remember that. Yeah. So I, I don't trust anything with Neopets. I mean, they've been around since, uh, I think, before the internet. I want to say before the internet because yep. they've been around for a long time. They've been around for a long ass time. I have so many pets starving right now, waiting for an omelet that they're never going to get. <laughs> oh, yeah. I didn't like, I saw that. Die. What was interesting about that is that was a live hack. So even if you freaked out, I was like, oh, no, Neopets is hacked. I haven't used this in 10 years. I need to go change my password. It was a live hack. So the moment you change the password, the data, uh, it was updated in the database. They had live access yeah. to the database. So it didn't matter. Yeah. Had jokes on you. I remember the email that I used for that. So. I can't log in anyway. <laughs> Take that, hackers. So, so the reason why the whole pointer conversation is important is that um, GameStop is doing an MF- NFT marketplace currently in beta, and they have select creators that actually have permission to go and create assets and mint NFTs to be sold. And uh, I honestly think that this is pretty cool, but again, you're buying a pointer. Um <clears throat> A Nathan Ello released a NFT. He minted an NFT of software, which was interesting. Uh, Nifty Arcade Collection, <coughs> which was subsequently taken down from the uh, the uh, marketplace. Because what he did was he went out and tried to find all of the Creative Commons games that you could use commercially, pack them into one, pa- and, 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 and sell them off pack them into something called the Nifty Arcade Collection. So you could go play these games from your from your wallet, which I don't understand because every one of these games are available on itch.io and for free everywhere, everywhere else. But should GOG you... and Web Archive. Yeah. Mm-hmm. So, so should you want to, I don't know, make crypto useful... <laughs> <laughs> That's it just it hurts my brains. I, I, I can just visualize a boomer looking at their waters like wallet load Mario. 
Right. And, and that comes down I, to... I will go grab my wallet right now and say that. Hold <laughs> <laughs> oh, yeah, was... on. There was some... Play t- Soldier of Fortune 2. <laughs> it's not doing anything. What do I do? <laughs> Instructions unclear. <laughs> God damn it. Uh, stuck in the ceiling fan again, I see. Bop, 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 bop. Oh, gross. So why anybody would want that functionality is beyond me. But GameStop took it down. This guy went through, and he actually posted some other NFT sites. So it's a thing you can do. It's It doesn't make any sense. I mean, people will buy it. People buy monkeys. Pictures of monkeys. And they're not even buying the picture. They're buying the pointer to the picture. Mm-hmm. Yeah. For for a little bit of clarity, if you are unfamiliar with what a pointer would be, if you've ever like right clicked a web page and gone to like view source, the very top you'll see a section that says like in carrots uh, head and then slash head. It's that section basically is what you're buying. That text of bullshit is all you're buying. Yep. <laughs> it's like I'm buying text. How, and, and what the the artist of these these JPEGs? How do they get paid in this situation? They're, they they just get. That's up. the fun part. Well, they don't. It's actually <laughs> built into the NFT, and it's at time of minting. Uh, if you if that NFT were to ever be sold off after the original buyer, there is a commission fee that actually gets sent back to the owner. So it's think of it kind of like a multi level marketing uh, scheme. Oh, I'm sorry. And right there, you scheme. lost me. You lost me right there. I'm done. Pyramid. Yeah. Oh, no, yeah, no, 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 no. It's not, it's, not, it's not pyramid. It's reverse <laughs> funnel. <laughs> Shut up. It's a pyramid scheme. <laughs> <laughs> Don't come here with your reverse logic, sir. No. No, we will not be having that tonight. Yeah, and... Just remember, it's that, all fun and games until Bitcoin crashes. I know, True. and then people cry, and I love it. That, that's the whole the whole shtick about it, too, because NFTs are literally worth nothing. They're yep. worth dick. They're only worth as much as someone says it is, and if the whole world believes that you have a million-dollar NFT, by gosh, if somebody has a million dollars, they can buy it from you at that price, right? You know what that reminds me of? My dog. Is it reminds me of how orcs work in Warhammer 40K. Oh, they like they, they just imagine things and it happens. So they can imagine that the rock they're sitting on can actually fly and they will be on a flying rock. There is uh, one, I think it's a book. Yeah, it's one book where apparently uh, some guardsmen ran out of ammo. So they started yelling bang and the orcs thought they were dying. So they started actually dying to people saying bang that's nfts i think it's worth this much that was called, it is. That, that that made much more sense to me than my, the damn nft itself my, my buddy i hear, I, I hear bang bang oh <laughs> my, bu- <laughs> my buddy showed me a video it was like seven parts long and it was like all shorts or stories or whatnot talking about the orcs they were invented by space frog people to psychic space frog people to fight robots which was interesting but he's right whatever they believe it will happen do you ever wonder why space marines are blue because the orcs believe blue is lucky and so that's well that's just the ultra that's the ultra smurfs and we don't care about them that's how the jenai came to be (laughs) the true space goats yeah the the most interesting (laughs) one out of that entire story was uh, so there's this warp technology that surrounds most ships uh, all ships going 
to travel because you have to punch a hole in space in order to get from point A to point B. And while you're traveling through that hole, it's literally hell. Demons, the whole thing. And this shield is supposed to protect you. The orcs don't have that. They have... Yep. They, they just traverse it. They have... They, they have like, the they, power of friendship. And so, littering. <laughs> oh, yeah, no, and littering. It, it gets better because they have, like, their ships are made of wood. And... <laughs> yep. And that's it. It's powered by imagination. Dude, they have windows that you can roll down. They have windows you can roll down in the spaceship. Now, you you can't breathe in space, but because the orcs are so dumb and don't realize it, it doesn't matter. So they believe they can breathe in space. No, they're too hard. I I just like how too smart. (laughs) I just like how we're bastardizing Warhammer 40k lore (laughs) and some turbo for uh, 40k nerd. It's just gonna get super pissed, and I'm going to enjoy their cringe. Oh, good! Posting. Yes, welcome to excellent. welcome to the show, p- potential uh, f- uh, troll. So, <laughs> the salamanders can keep burning. Nobody cares about them. The thing that was interesting about that, though, was is that while all people, all of all of the races fear going through hell and have that shield, they see it as in-flight entertainment. <laughs> yep, fair. Like Slanesh is like trying to seduce them. They're like. Ooh, that peaked. I'm gonna have to edit that later. Ow. <laughs> Sorry. I actually listened to this at 100. percent Hold on. <laughs> Never have me at 100. percent That is. Oh wow! I just heard that on the uh, stream. Yeah. Oh, no. Yeah. <laughs> I, 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 that, that, that's gonna be the only place in this podcast where I will literally have to take the volume knob and turn it down, and then bring it back up. Yep. Yeah. So wow. Whoa. So, so yeah. So the interesting thing is, is that they 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 have a pointer to the games that you can buy as an NFT, <laughs> and it makes no sense other than all the other garbage of him not getting the proper permissions to actually do this. Um, because, well, to come to think about it, if it's just a pointer to the game, he literally just sold the hyperlink. Like, how? I, so you can go to your you wallet, figure out what you bought, and click on it, and it goes to the game. That that entire concept of an NFT video game is as dumb as playing games in Microsoft Excel. They're trying. Oh, Uh-oh. there we go. I mean, <laughs> which brings us to the esports conversation. Oh, why Microsoft? Why? So, <laughs> why? before we, before we get into this topic, please please tell me if is this article that you had us read for this. Is it satire or is this legit? No, it's legit. It's legit. No, like here. So you, you could, are you telling me, put, you're, you're telling me ESPN the Ocho exists? Yes. Not only that, people have made Doom in Microsoft Excel. That yeah. I knew about. Yeah. That I knew about. So, but, so on that note, before we give away two more, yes, there is an esports <laughs> competition um, by the FMWC that, uh, yes, you are pitted against other spreadsheet savants to accomplish a goal you're like oh wow okay yeah no i know how to sum and whatnot no they are doing full-fledged game dev in excel well it's financial records is what they were doing it was a who can complete the financial bullshittery on these uh things the fastest and you know one of the people did we read the same redeemer uh I was I reading a different one? Bomb Redeemer would uh, love that sort of thing because he likes spreadsheets. 
He is very strange. I haven't used one since high school. That was a million years ago. <laughs> it's just, I just, I'm, I'm trying to comprehend the fact that I'm, I feel like I'm living in the, the movie Dodgeball now, just because of the whole ESPN the Ocho. Thing. I'm, I'm stuck on that for some reason. <laughs> I, I'm, I'm reading here a leading financial model competition for everyone interested in finance was shown as part of ESPN's The Ocho on August 4th, a 24-hour celebration of weird sports, including corgi racing, axe throwing, yes. and stone skipping. It, okay, two of those three I like. Just, <laughs> duh. No, so, no, Excel so, does not go burr, sir. So, 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 so here's here's <laughs> what I'm not going burr right now. Here's what they did. Over three rounds, the competitors were given extremely complicated tasks to accomplish on their spreadsheets with a 30 minute time limit. Half the contestants were eliminated in each round. Uh, appropriately enough, each round a, a case study problem involving different game of some sorts. In one round, eight cyber athletes are challenged to create a slot machine game with eight different symbols and a complicated point scoring system. Round two is a yacht regatta game with a complex wind speed and directional simulation. And round three is a platformer with six different levels. Yes, these games are all being created in spreadsheets. I mean, more power, <laughs> more power to all of you. You, you. you win. I don't care who came in last, you win. <laughs> like this that that's that's impressive to me like you, you you turned excel into a game dev thingy for a competition kudos but my my caveman brain cannot even comprehend that that could be a thing that could happen oh yeah well I mean, that, I, well the commentary was done by the folks who've written books for excel like excel inside excel on fire and uh, bill jellin mr excel was one of the commentators you know for it and they would they would say stuff like, oh, no, the F1 key, the dreaded F1 key. Right there next to F2, you accidentally pressed help, and it pops up the help argument. Certainly no one here is going to press help on purpose. You know, just in, in the best commentator voice that I could possibly give. Like, My heart, it can't So I'm, I'm, I'm skipping through the video, and it is <laughs> certainly a video. Holy shit. <laughs> it is just wild they're because they're using excel as you would normally use excel but then they're using the formula sections to do all kinds of other weird shit and god damn it no hey Lumi. <laughs> yes if they ever do a microsoft nft movie can you be the voice of clippy no oh, jesus christ i'll kill you i will help fund this yeah, <clears throat> hold on I, I gotta i gotta do this officially thank you for your feedback i will afford your feedback to the appropriate parties for further review thank you no else i can help you with <laughs> no yes just, no yes yeah it just has to happen now <laughs> Oh, next, week, next week we're gonna replace Lumi's icon here with Helpy. Oh yeah, just yeah, for yeah. the visual. <laughs> yeah, like <laughs> like no. just start off with the epic, you know, uh, uh, thriller music, you know, our uh, action movie, da, 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 da. and you just see the paperclip come out with the eyeballs blinking. It makes the blinking noise, and it's just me going, "Hi, how can I help? I see that you're writing an email," and it like goes like this whole action scene. <laughs> yeah, that would be great. <laughs> oh my god, no. <laughs> that's horrifying that's a horror movie go. at that point there you go boys in the general <laughs> chat there you go <laughs> oh no so esports excel nfts are garbage still they just and unity wins and unity wins like I, I don't understand why folks would want to burn already imaginary money i mean mind you backed by real money and turn it into not backed by anything and based on the value that you say it is 
because apparently NFTs are orcs and people are have way too much money to spend. I will take donations. There you go. If you don't want your money, I will happily take it. Only buy the blue NFTs. Only the blue ones. Just give me your money. <laughs> <laughs> I have a PayPal. Send me money. <laughs> I'll spare you buying the NFTs. There you go. If you don't want, if you don't like money, we'll take it. You don't have to go buy exactly. Like, my 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 case can hold at least two more video cards. Just saying. I need a brand new setup. So let this go. Like 3090s. <laughs> oh my goodness. Hi there. It looks like you're trying to be funny. Would you like me to launch Grammarly for you? Oh, Jesus <laughs> Christ. No. <laughs> <laughs> oh, God. Sir. That's rude. <laughs> <laughs> no, it was just, uh, yeah. <laughs> it was crit chicken in there. Wow. Oh, this was a uh, fun episode. I'm absolutely, <laughs> absolutely loving this. Bruh. Yeah, so. It's all right. We've got 10 minutes before the end of this thing, and we've got a, I'm not going to say we ran out of steam. We could totally sit here and, and talk and whatnot. Let's just go ahead and get a roundtable all the way and call it an early night tonight, because, I mean, aside from Unity and, and all the stuff going on with that, I, I'm real concerned about the military stuff myself, because anything involved in the military is, yeah, don't look at what the... Uh, with the look at my right hand, don't look at the left hand. Like that's right. Yeah. In the situation, the right hand's jerking off with U.S. and the left hand's shaking hands with China. So it's just, just yeah, you know. yeah. That's a whole different story and a whole different podcast. Mm-hmm. Yeah, and it's a sticky situation for all. So. And Excel Esports. I didn't get around to watching that video. I was more curious about what they were doing, and I was I like I immediately got the nerd boner going. Oh my god, they're going doing game dev and Visual Basic and Excel formulas. I'm in. So I need to watch that. It doesn't even look like they use the Visual Basic component. It looks like they're just doing cell, like formulas. Really? Yeah. Like. It is just horrifyingly painful to watch. I would rather watch paint dry than watch them like do all the math involved in everything. Like, so if AS thirteen is greater or equal to one, uh, oh, that's comparison. Yeah, like it's, it's, it's an if comparison statement against AP thirteen, and then if in bracket. A AS thirteen equals two. The minimum of uh, a well, another bracket. Yeah, it's just like why I was told there'd be no math. Please stop. <laughs> it's all math arguments, is what they're doing, and it's just like oh, and they have a high. They have an. A, I didn't even notice this. They have an APM calculator. They have an APM map on the top of the fucking screen, so you can see how many APMs they have going. <laughs> APM for you non StarCraft nerds is a. Uh, Actions, Actions per, per minute. minute. Oh. oh, God, why? I, said, I, I have to watch it now. It sounds ridiculous enough it's for like me to we, be like, it's a Lumi thing. It's like we always said in episode uh, one, we don't kink shame here. If that's what you're into, go get it, my friend. That's right. That's right. No kink true. shaming here. Nope. So that brings us to Roundtable. Cajun, tell us about you. Give us your socials and what's going on. Uh, I'm the Nordic Cajun across all platforms, TikTok, YouTube, Instagram, the whole nine yards. Uh, I'm still banging out some content on YouTube, working on other things. And I did have a funny story I wanted to 
throw out there if you if you don't mind me. Oh, we, okay. So we need to have Imi put in some like fancy uh, reading rainbow type music, so that way when Cajun leads into this, it's like doodle sprinkles and whatnot. <laughs> Story time with Cajun. You know, that, yeah. that, let's do it. Ooh. Go ahead. It's a, it's a story that I've been wanting to tell, like in a public forum, for a long time now. And I was like, you know what? I actually have one now, so let's have some fun. <laughs> All right, let's do it. Um, you, you guys know that I'm in the middle of writing a book. It's a vampire-based uh, themed book, and me, me going over that, it reminded me of something that happened way back in the, the before years, um, prior to getting involved with computer work, and then eventually into the medical field where I am now. I was actually a um, I was a uh, children's pastor at my church and I helped with the, ch- the children's stuff and I uh, did a lot of their video editing and graphic design for their Sunday worship and all that good stuff but that didn't stop me from still loving the aspect of the vampire because that was this is circa 2012-13 when the sparkly princess vampire show came out for the movies and it was the, the golden age of the, the vampire lore as it were the missus and I were huge True Blood fans um, it just just our it was our bread and butter when it came to the vampire backstory and the Sookie Stackhouse books and everything. We were into it, and they had a convention in Florida called Icon, and we did everything in our power to get there. And we took time off of work and we went out there and we had a grand time. We got to meet some of the stars from the show, shake hands with them, all the all the things you do when you go to a convention. I get back to work and I'm doing my thing in the editing room and I get a phone call from the boss, like the head pastor of the church. He says, Hey, in about 30 minutes, my wife is coming down to talk to you. That meant one of two things. One, I stepped in some deep shit and I didn't know what I did (laughs) or she was about to volunteer me for something that I didn't want to do. There was no in between. So I'm sitting there racking my brain. I was like, I haven't been here in a week. What did I do before I left? What did I do before I left? I'm just, I'm sweating bullets at this point. Um, she comes down and we start, ha- we start having a conversation. She asks how the trip went. Basic chitter chatter between boss's wife and uh, incel that worked there. And she took a deep breath and she says, okay, this, I, ha- I have to personally ask you this question. Because you work with our children, you work with the kids here, and you tend to wear a lot of dark clothing here at the church, which I was over 300 pounds, dark as slimming, get off my back. Um, She looked me square in my eyes, and she asked, do you and your wife partake in vampirism? <laughs> at a church, at a church, like, it's like, is this guy? Does he know? Is he in? Is he with everyone else? Can we? Can, should I ask him? I don't know. Let's ask him. Hey, <laughs> like, so are you? Are, do you? Do do do? Are you a mosquito? Like, if I like, was, would I step inside of a church? <laughs> <laughs> well, it was a, my 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 mindset at the time was like, it's it's like, you know, I play a lot of video games, and Mario happened to be my favorite game of all time. Would that make me an Italian plumber? It's like Evil Knievel cannot make that jump the way she jumped. And of course, I had I said no, because come on, it's that's stupid. It's, it's a fantasy show. We, we watch it. We enjoy it. And she is she got the answer she wanted. Everything was fine and dandy. I got home that night. I was like, babe, you're not going to believe the kind of day I had. She walked over to the fridge and popped open a fresh thing of a O negative form and handed it to me. It's like, babe, tell me all about it. <laughs> well played, sir. Well played. <laughs> nice. 
story time over. Ba -da -ba -ba -da -ba -ba. <laughs> All right. <laughs> yes. <laughs> yes. You get you get a min point. <laughs> I take it. I take it. All right, Ivy. What have you got going on? Uh, you can find me on Twitter at uh, twittercom slash ivy 21 I am per usual ship posting on there, which is all kinds of fun. Um, also, I am back into WoW thanks to uh, Crit Chicken. It's all her fault. And she's we're slowly currently... corrupting all of them. <laughs> Yay, I'm oh, she... responsible. Yay! Uh, she got me back into uh, WoW retail, and she's now introduced me to Classic, and holy shit, Classic is weird. I never played Classic. I started in Warlord to Trainer, so this is just a you very... You missed a lot of fun. Oh, yeah, you should have seen them. I have to spend gold on, t on uh, abilities? <laughs> yeah, I was yeah. like, what the fuck is this? So I'm uh, I'm back into WoW, and uh, that's about it. Hey, imagine oh. this: your abilities are now NFT. No, I I threw up a little in my mouth. Wrong, <laughs> wrong, uh, wrong sound. Bruh. That's the one I wanted. Not, <laughs> there you go. not the long burp. <laughs> so more WoW, awesome. Crit Chicken. Tell us what's going on with you. What content ideas are you coming up with, and what have you been doing? I am still trying to figure that out. <laughs> but you can find me on Needs Espresso. I'm usually BSing with Imi a lot and getting, or no, no, staying out of trouble. Haha, -ha, I should say. <laughs> Twitter PvP is fun. Yeah. <laughs> <clears throat> well. Anybody who's uh, ever played on Emerald Dream on uh, WoW will understand what that means. It's fantastic. Awesome. Um, <clears throat> go and follow all their channels and all their deets. All the details should be down below as well as mine. So what am I going to be doing? Well, I'm actually close to affiliate uh, by, Ooh. yeah, like by actual uh, average users. I, I think that's just us, but you know what? It has to be three, so whatever. <laughs> we got that in spades, dog. Yeah, at least. <laughs> oh, spades. Uh, other than that, lots of average watch hours, uh, possibly because we're here the entire time. But besides that, uh, I my plans is to play some more WoW myself, uh, get my, um, what are they called? Covenant, to where they need to go. I'm part of the, the crazy tree people. Yes. Hey. Of Ardenweald. Uh, and, of course, work on this wonderful podcast, which I will have sliced and rendered and put up to both anchor.fm forward slash UDP broadcast and my YouTube channel at youtube.com forward slash luminary weekly. That's what's going on with me. The legend Fantastic. himself. Fantastic. <laughs> Indeed. Well, other than that, I've got nothing else to add. Anybody from chat have any questions? I think uh, Bomb has gone to go drool over the spreadsheets. I think we've lost him. Well, you know, <laughs> if he if he came out of this podcast with something awesome, then we've done our job. We did our duty tonight. That is yeah, great. Right. He's going to look at that video, and he's going to go to Google Sheets and try and figure out how to import it all into Google Sheets. <laughs> <laughs> this, this, this is a guy who has, uh, I don't know if, he, if he's still working for that, but he did work for a race car. Uh, team at one point, and he had a spreadsheet for every track, every weather condition, every tire, everything, and yeah, it was just, he showed me one night, and I was like, no. 
No. Oh, yeah, he still works for them. Yeah, just no. It was just too many numbers <laughs> and too much math. Too much math. Math is a lie. Yes. No. Well, I'm a registered math offender, so. We don't hold that against you, though. <laughs> yeah. yeah. Yeah, that was a dumb joke. Yeah. yeah, 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 yeah. I guess you call yourself a mathematic addict. I don't know. Whatever. Yes. I knew what you were trying to say. I knew it. It was there. The delivery yeah. just stumbled just, a little bit. Just, okay. just keep going. Just well, keep. Aww. <laughs> <laughs> oh, math. What are you talking about? You know, math. Math in parentheses. Yes. Math in parentheses. Yes. Yes. Okay. Yes. I will have a sad trombone sound for next week. Please Wah. do. Use it liberally all throughout the podcast, and for no My reason at all. It was like algebra. It was missing. Uh, More like algebra. Bruh. Bruh. <laughs> there it is. Sad there we go. I'm on the soundboard. Okay. Yep. Well, that brings us to the end. Have fun, and we'll see you in the next one. Goodbye, everyone. I'm stalling, everyone. I'm going to start my cult. Bye. <laughs> Bye. <laughs>